0: Hey everybody, Matt here. Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to recognize a faux pas that I have at the beginning of this episode. I was under the incorrect assumption this was episode 10 of the season. This is episode 9 of the season, so completely ignore the part where I say it's episode 10. Laugh at how silly I am and my wonderful uh, faux pas. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm uh, I'm not forgetting an episode. You're not going crazy. I am. All right, Chris, over to you.
1: Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please refrain from eating or drinking while you're in the museum. Please stay with your guides at all times. If you separate, you will get lost. And also remember that the key is in the Bible next to your bed. Great. You took such a long pause. I was like, is he gonna do it? We both took a breath
0: in to like do the big intro. This is how much we were prepared for all these things. Hello, everyone. Welcome into Discontinued Honest playing My name is Matt, and as always, I'm joined by yes. <laughs> I thought I'd try to set you up like you set me up. Always. Um, yeah, welcome in to the you know, back back a quarter of our discontinued television uh series, or sorry, not series, exhibit. Got to keep with the theming. Um, yeah, we're episode 10. So we got a couple more and then we'll in a couple of weeks. We'll be Are we announcing- really on
1: episode 10.
0: Yeah, this is episode 10 of the. Wow. I think, yeah, I think this is episode 10 of the season. So we're almost done with the season.
1: Holy guacamole. I didn't even clock yeah. that we were that deep in.
0: So in a couple of weeks, we'll be announcing what our next exhibit is. Season four. Can you believe we're on season four? already? I
1: genuinely can't. Matt, I've known you for like two over a year. I think I've. I would we have just January, known you a year.
0: Yeah, January 2021. So was it January? Yeah, it was cuz that's when I started Silver Glen. So Oh, that's right. I guess technically you knew me probably in December because you called me. I called you. Called me in December? So
1: we've been doing this for over a year now. Yeah. We yeah. would have started we don't I don't remember the exact date we started, but we would have started around this time.
0: Yeah, would have been around. Cuz we would have
1: started thing. in March.
0: Hang on, let's 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 figure this out. Um we have the we have the power. We do. Yeah.
1: Like, I know we could see when our first episode dropped, but I don't remember how early yeah. on we had recorded it.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, we didn't like it wasn't in the bin. It wasn't in the bin that long. Like, I don't think yes, we, it was uh,
1: really so We recorded like six episodes.
0: Did we? Oh, yeah, we, we did. did. So, yeah, the first one went live May 6th of 2021. So, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, we April, probably
1: started in April.
0: Yeah. yeah. So by the time this episode airs, yeah, it will be about a a year that this podcast has been on the air.
1: That's amazing. Holy
0: cow. Look at us.
1: And no Um, one has sent you a McPizza hat yet. How rude. Especially considering, granted, after what I learned today, I don't think you deserve anything. Apparently, Matt does not like Clarabelle the cow, and I take personal offense to that. Okay.
0: Let me be very clear. It is Clarabelle the cow in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. She just, any episode she's in, she's just really obnoxious. Wow. Tell me. Okay, so first of all, she's a bad store owner. She owns this store, and there's a couple episodes where she like just commits serious malpractice. Um, like the Better Business Bureau would be all over her. She like gives incorrect change, and then like doesn't fix it. And Pete's just just screwed. Um, yeah, well, she-
1: Pete deserves it.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, Pete is kind of like the, all right, this is going to cost you this. It's like, this is Mickey Park and it's Mickey Mouse that wants to come in. I'm pretty sure the guy who the park is named after can just walk in here, Pete. Um, anyway, uh yeah, I'm not a not a huge not a huge Clara Bell guy, but I have not heard her sing All I Want for Christmas is You in a sequin dress and this may change my opinion
1: of I her. I mean, you can it's on YouTube. Go YouTube it. Okay. It'll change your life. It's better live like when you're live like you're crying. It's like you're seeing Mariah Carey or something.
0: <laughs> we just uh, we just go during Christmas time, we're just in tears. I like, uh, think
1: going during Christmas is very, very fun. Now, granted, this isn't peers and ears. I don't, I don't want to take us that, that deep down. Surprise! Surprise! Um, I'm actually Casey, and I pull my face off. Um, no, it is a, it is a really cool thing. But we're, we're not here to talk about. I mean, I'll talk about Clarabel Cow all day. I wonder if she had a discontinued show. We should find that out and talk Ooh, about Clarabel.
0: Maybe you, maybe we need to do a Clarabelle episode on Beers and Ears, and you can come on and talk about Clarabelle.
1: I'll come and talk about Clarabel. I don't know a lot about her, but I will. I will stand that she is amazing. Like how I, I valiantly stood and said that um, Home on the Range isn't the worst Disney. Movie. I'm
0: coming. I'm coming a little bit around on that. I still don't think it's a great movie, but I didn't
1: say it was great. I just said it wasn't the worst. Um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what show are we talking about today? And how did you come across this show? This is a this is a a fan request I think I had two people ask me about this one um, but it's a show called persons unknown Um, And it was oh my gosh. My brain just shut off. Is it NBC
0: NBC? Yeah. Yeah, NBC. Um,
1: Um, Because uh, it was kind of the it was the counter to lost is what it was Oh Like that
0: makes total. ABC had
1: Lost, and then NBC had Persons Unknown. Like it was kind of it's. I think Lost had been around for a hot second, or Lost, I think, finished before Persons Unknown aired. That's what it was. Really,
0: was Lost that far? Oh my gosh!
1: Lost, yeah, you're right. Completed. It's run by the. The Persons Unknown was being drafted and created while Lost was in existence. So this was kind of NBC going, okay, well, Lost was really successful. How can we mimic that? And that's where Persons Unknown comes in. So Persons Unknown was this, it's kind of one of my worst nightmares in a sense, Uh, but it's about a group of people who are just kidnapped by Persons Unknown and (laughs) locked away in this like hotel, in this tiny, bufu town that technically has people who work and live in it, but also clearly doesn't because this is like run by some evil secret organization. So it flips between two different perspectives, the people who are, who've been captured and the people in the regular world, because in the regular world, like these people just vanished. Like there's just missing person cases that this, this sector of people just vanished without a trace. And there's some people in the real world who have figured out that they are somehow linked and they are trying to hunt them down and find them. And so there's like two different stories you're supposedly paying attention to um and apparently it really well it didn't it did not get an ending but it it seems like there was very unclear external messaging internal messaging it, just fascinating and it's a show that i mean what this is what like a 2010
0: yeah 2010, 2010. so it was um june uh, It premiered June 7th, 2010. It was a summer series. Like, I mean, this is classic mm-hmm. that TV shows like we need something during the summer to get people hooked. So um, a summer series and then com- it completed in the summer. So August 28th, 2010
1: completed um, total, total air quotes on completed
0: because they don't <laughs> I complete. Think, OK, OK. This is in my mind of all the shows that we have done. This would be the most upsetting cancellation in my mind.
1: Interesting. Because because false because um, remember when kills me inside, but
0: yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. Remember when, but I, I, I think is up there as well, but this is, you know, the first half of the season is like, who, like, who is this organization? Who is behind all this? Then you kind of start to pull back the curtain just a little bit to see who's behind it. And you're starting to kind of piece more things together and then the season ends and they reset and all these people some people are in prison some people are back in this hotel and and then that's it. And so to me if I'm a person that watches this I get really invested in I want to know all these questions and mm-hmm. then there's just no answers to them. Well the Where- big
1: problem too was that NBC promised one of the producers, did you read the interview with the producer that explains how this was supposed to shake out? I did not. Oh, great. Cool. So that'll be good. We'll talk about that later. Um, for those of you out there who are just so upset about Persons Unknown, the person who reached out and was like, Do Persons Unknown? was like, It still angers me to this day. There's an article you can read online where one of the producers and writers essentially goes, This is what was supposed to happen. So if you want to know what the goal was in the end, And the vision of the show was, first off, you're going to find out that they really didn't 100% know. But you'll find out some of the major pieces to it, which should help give you some sense of satisfaction. But the big problem is, is these writers were, you know, essentially told to write more than a season, like to project five years out. Like, where is the show going to go in five years? It wasn't even though like... Marketing pitched it as just for the summer. This is just a summer series, everybody. It's a mini series. That's what the trailer says. Like if you watch the trailer on YouTube, they blatantly call it a mini series. It's not what it is. And apparently a lot of the other marketing kept saying, we will wrap up everything by the last episode. You will know everything when the last episode airs. And instead, they're pushing the writing team to leave them on cliffhangers.
0: Yeah, that just is. That's that's kind of (laughs) sleazy. Because, and, and I, to the person who suggested this, I get why you're angry. Like that, that would, that would anger me a lot because some of the cliffhangers we have, like Mork and Mindy and Gallivant, uh, um, it's like, okay, I mean, there's some cliffhanger there, but Mm -hmm. you know, eh, whatever. And even Joe,
1: like Gallivant knew that it probably wouldn't come back and Mork and Mindy deserved to not come back. What the heck was that? Um. But this is this just feels almost like you're gaslighting your audience. Like yeah. you're telling them one thing, you do a completely separate thing and then you just leave them high and dry and the show doesn't come back. Um,
0: Which to me, like what's the what's the end game there? What's the benefit? Okay, so I've hooked this audience in. Ha ha, I don't bring the show back. Do they make more money in certain ways like I could get it if there was a motive of- I'm sure
1: I'm sure they meant to I feel like what was the goal was was we're going to tell them that it's only going to last a season and then they're going to get excited when we realize we've left them on a cliffhanger and we they know more is coming and then they just end up canceling the show. I don't know if that was the goal to cancel the show. I think because they told the writers to write so the show yeah. just got canceled. That's all that happened. It was just, it didn't, it, it had, oh, what, it was up against, oh gosh, this is what happens when I do research, not the day of. It was up against <laughs> something. It was up against, I want to say a sports, or it was up well, against a sports show I mean, and that. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, so, you know, it, it premiered Monday, June 7th at 10 p.m. Um, that would have been, you know, I don't know, Monday night, I don't know what it was, but then they moved it to 8 p.m. on Saturday on june 30th well that's college football baby and that's what it was like we talked about last week with pitch football is king in this country whether you love or hate football there is no denying that uh in the fall and well, oh, i know hang on i'm stupid F- football What have been going on this in the summer
1: interesting so i might i might be maybe i'm just confusing it with pitch redact but this point <laughs> redacted <laughs> never um never mind and here's the thing, the the cliffhanger, they gave them like four or five cliffhangers. So first off, what they do at the end of the show, spoiler alert, it's happening, oh, yeah. um, is so there's like, I want to say there's six people. No.
0: Hang on. Oh, my gosh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight. Eight.
1: There's eight people. Thank you. There's eight people. That have been
0: captured. There's more characters. But like of the captured people, there's eight. Eight.
1: There's eight people who get captured. They go through this weird journey. One of them dies. And then they all fake their death so that they can escape. Yes. And one of them sacrifices himself uh, because they found out that he like knows what's going on. And he's technically a part of this organization, but that's all you know. And he feels bad, so he sacrifices himself so the other six who are still alive can escape. And the other six end up back in their hotel rooms. And then he ends up back in his hotel room. But what you find out is he's in a different place than where the other six are. He wakes up in the original hotel with a bunch of strangers, one of which is one of the original eight's ex-husband. So somehow these people who were searching for everyone on the outside, they've gotten absorbed and and abducted. And the one that everyone thinks is dead is now running the hotel in the original town and she isn't dead. And all the others from the original group are on a boat in the middle of the Atlantic and are on, quote, level two. And that's where you're left, wondering what in good golly's name is going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's it's and the and there's a reporter that is trying to also, um, you know, uncover these missing persons and gets really close. Well, him and his, you know, boss are also abducted and are and and that that's where that includes where the original like it, it's that it includes where the original character is at. Like, it's it's it, there's a lot of questions. I, I I have to stop here and I have to go back. Um, so I found the the um, the uh, conflict. So um, it was um, preseason NFL football was scheduled was to football. air in certain cities on NBC, and so it didn't air. And actually, there was one episode. Yeah, episode there's one episode 11, that just doesn't air. It did not air due to the network making a decision to air NFL on NBC. So it just so didn't you could air. only
1: view it online.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which tells you how how king football is in this country that mm. the games that don't matter people watch so much that they can kick a tv show off and still get better viewers
1: anyway and it's funny that was also during a period in our our history where we were starting to like st- like streaming on abc.com or NBC.com was the thing. Like if you missed an episode of Dancing with the Stars, if you missed an episode of The Office, you could go watch it online. I I remember when that was becoming a big thing. So it also doesn't seem like a big deal. It's a marketing. Like that was because then you're going to go to their website and
0: yeah, and see other shows. And and I mean, ultimately, that's I mean, you could argue that this whole ploy just to get people to watch it. When you have eyeballs on your your channel, you also have eyeballs on your advertisers and your advertising and your shows. So you, it, there, there's, I, I get it, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's um, there's a lot of questions. That did I you have. ever?
1: Did you ever? I, I guess clearly you would have said you watched it. Were you aware that the show even existed? No
0: idea that it existed, but same it sounds super cool. Like I'm reading about it and I'm like, this is the kind of show that I would be interested in. I love the intrigue political thriller, who's behind all this. I mean, that's a little bit, um, that's a little bit what I liked about the newest Batman movie was that, you know, you knew that the Riddler was the main villain, but then there's this mystery figure that you're like, okay, who's behind this information and who's protecting this person and why it's, this the intrigue of it all um captain america winter soldier um is is one of my favorite mcu movies still um because of the intrigue factor of oh clearly something's going on but we don't know who it is and who's connected and who can we trust um the daredevil series on on well now on disney plus that just just came on disney plus from netflix the who can you trust who can't you trust what's going to happen who's behind this like that I love that kind of stuff.
1: See, I, I mean, I like, I like that, but what I don't like about this to me, why I said, this is my worst nightmare is the concept of being trapped. Yeah. Freaks me out. That's okay. That being trapped and like held like that makes me very claustrophobic. Um, And I, I do not like, I do not like, um, yeah, not mean- to say I don't think it would be a good show. Like I've watched a lot of shows, but I think I would watch and I would be just extremely uncomfy. And if, depending on how uncomfy I felt. And based off of some of the descriptors, I might, I it might make me a little twitchy. I, I might've been like, I can't keep going guys.
0: I felt like they were trying to make a more grounded loss, lost that mm-hmm. lost kind of went off the reservation. It jumped the shark, so to speak um, from what I gather. But uh, this tries to try to be a little more grounded. Like, Oh, look, this could happen to you. You could wake up and be abducted and put in a hotel. And, and all of a sudden, not be able to leave. And mm-hmm. I, I, I also, this is worth noting. Chadwick Bozeman is in this series, the late Chadwick Boseman, uh, who, uh, famously known for black Panther, but, um, uh, also played Jackie Robinson in 42, plenty of other, uh, uh, roles as well. So if you're looking to see more Chadwick Boseman on TV,
1: he's in this series. There you go. Um, granted I've ruined it for you. um, I mean, I told...
0: <laughs> there would be some people that is, is this. This is really bad, but there are sometimes with suspenseful shows that when when I am like so frantic, but want to watch them, I will read what happens. So then it calms me down as I'm watching it, that I don't have the suspense of it all. Like, I know what's coming.
1: I have a friend like that Um, with books. She doesn't do any kind of really fiction books freak her out because she needs to know what's going to happen to the people. So she'll read the last chapter and then read the rest of the book. And I gave her one of my favorite Agatha Christie's. I'll never forget this because I thought the story, like the genuine story of the characters, not necessarily the, the mystery of who committed a murder was fascinating. And she would find some like interconnection with, and I was like, I think you would enjoy this. And I, she never finished the book. She's like, but I know who did it. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I read the last chapter. I'm like, tell me who did it because they don't tell you who does it in the last chapter. Like I know for a fact that the last chapter is like the wrapping up of, oh we're all Mm going to be happy and move on and live our lives. Not that this tyrannical person has been murdered by someone who isn't in this chapter because (laughs) they dead. Um, I was like, okay, cool. You should have just finished the book, but we're here now. Um have you heard the the funniest version of that i've
0: seen this online about the Harry Potter books where like someone they were reading the last book and accidentally like saw a line you know flipped the last page and saw the last line and it's like Ginny kissed Albus and and they think whoa <laughs> what, a t- what a plot twist
1: <laughs> i have seen that uh, that that
0: always tickles me
1: but so like i had mentioned earlier there's an article one of the producers from the show um, talks through what was supposed to happen here. Yeah, where were like, they going to go with this? Great question. So the whole plot was was there is this secret organization that was founded after World War II with the purpose of stopping another Hitler, and that they believed if you that you could socially predict who was inherently good and who was inherently evil, and you could cap, you could collect the evil ones. And you could change their personalities, essentially, is you could fix them from being this evil that could start a world war. And they try it for a few years and they end up failing, failing so badly that they release. um, Oh, why can't I think of his name? Um, Lee Harvey Oswald into the world and he goes and he assassinates the president.
0: Whoa. So So they.
1: So they so wait, realize. Oh, what wait, were you going to ask? Wait, wait,
0: ask? wait! Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. John Wilkes Booth. I was like, wasn't that the guy <laughs> who science has a Lincoln? How did he? No, Lincoln. Okay, okay. I'm. I'm back on board. Yeah. I got my. Got my assassins all yeah. uh,
1: in a line. So, so essentially, they realize that what they are able to do very well is train assassins, uh-huh. and so then they start like pulling in people with innately bad who are innately evil purposefully to essentially create sleeper agents is the thing. And, um, they're going to like release them on the world or it was a little, that's where I got a little lost and they got, they were getting a little lost.
0: So wait a minute. So they go, okay, we're going to, we don't want Hitler and world war two to happen again. So we're going to create this organization that rounds up possible Hitler's and, and, make it and change their behaviors. And that turns into, we're going to make assassins and
1: unleash them on the world. Like essentially it's like, they're able, if they're not able to change the personalities, they can at least kind of like condition them to work for them. Oh, to
0: maybe to get rid of Hitler.
1: Oh, I don't know if they actually thought that far. I'm not going to lie. Um, And so, The whole theme of the show focuses around Janet, who's one of the two main characters, and she's a mom. She's a divorcee, um, and it's this weird, like, essentially they're saying that Janet is inherently evil, but can her, her purpose as a mom and a parent and the love that she has for Joe, who is the other main character, who is the one who secretly works for the organization, can that overrule this personality um, and allow her to save the day and so what happens is is Joe ends up staying he's the one who stays in the hotel and then Janet ends up on the boat with the others and what's going to end up happening is was at the end of season two Janet was supposed to do something that was going to rock the whole foundation and all heck was going to break loose and she and the others were going to like go off on a crusade to take this organization down from within uh-huh. because now that they were like on the inside they could do that and the last three seasons of the show are supposed to be Janet Seizing the day, so the show would have ended with Janet Open conquering.
0: Seize the day. <laughs> okay, Newsy's sorry. kick. Yes, um, <laughs> go for it. Sorry, yeah,
1: <laughs> no, you're good. And somehow Janet would defeat this big bad, um, and kind of prove that you can't really judge if a per- like you can't. The, this organization's purpose was always foolish and was never going to be a real thing. You can't like. Essentially, it was. I guess more supposed to be like to me a comment on free will and um, this. This
0: is a very classic story where I, I always laugh when there's, uh, you know, oh, this uh, government body has decided to do this, and uh, because they they you know they they, they want to put people into these pods or do all this and. Like, it's always the same thing where it's, no, we are unique people and can't be put into these. Ha ha, we're special. And it's very much, that's like the American thing that we love is, yeah, don't put us into these boxes. We're our own people.
1: (laughs) I mean, you're right. Uh, But they also, because they had all these other characters that had been kidnapped, they needed to do something with them. And they were like, we didn't really know what we were doing with them. We are just going to figure it out. We just knew about Janet and Joe and even that story, they don't know the ending to. So it seems like the writers didn't even know exactly what direction they were intending to go. Um, I always
0: wonder that with TV shows is how much do they have like meticulously planned and how much do they have like, okay, here's kind of our overarching thing. And then we'll fill in the gaps later.
1: I don't know. I don't think many TV, unless it's a mini series, you know, they don't know where, where they're ending. Um, I think that I feel like sometimes that's true with a lot of writers is they know some things, but they don't know really. So like fun, weird Chris fact, Chris writes murder mystery parties for funsies just for his friends. And I always know someone's been murdered. Right. And I've picked the person who's been murdered and I know why they're not a good human being. I don't know who killed them until a good at least halfway through the process of trying to create the game and the characters and write genuinely writing things. I have genuinely written games and gotten halfway through and not known which of the eight suspects was the murderer and found it at that point when you're the one who did it. I understand how this happened now. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I know how to get it so people can catch you. That
0: makes sense. That that makes sense because otherwise I feel like, if you knew, if you're like, okay, this is how they're murdered, this is the person that did it, it would be so easy to telegraph it in the writing of, oh yeah, it's clearly that person, because you already had that notion where if you write all eight characters having the possibility of being the murderer, and then you decide, well, now it's more plausible that any of the people could have done it. I mean, that's what makes a good murder mystery, is that you don't know yeah who
1: did it, so um, I think like in I think i I don't know if that's always true with all writers, um, but I think sometimes writers will come at it like, I'm gonna start telling this story. I don't know where it's gonna end or how it's necessarily going to end. I know things about these people. I know things about the situations they're gonna get into, and I think it's important that you don't start jumping the shark early. and I feel a little bit like this show jumped the shark at the end with where everyone ended up, like to me, the concept of now all these people are on a giant boat in the middle. And no, like, how is that? Like, first off, how is an organization getting away with it? Oh, and they explain that the organization is pretending to be some random nonprofit in like the real world and no one's paying attention to it. And I'm like, what on earth? Yeah, I mean, it. it I don't know. It, I don't
0: think it totally jumped the shark that first season. But it, based on what you were telling me in the later seasons, we were probably getting there. Um, And I guess you could argue every TV show kind of jumps the shark at some point because you have to keep amping it up. And TV in general is a little bit fantastical and ridiculous, even the ones that are grounded in reality. If you were to just make a TV show about what about my life and just what I do on a day to day basis, it would be the single most boring TV show ever. Here's what I did today. I woke up, I had a bowl of Reese's Puffs, I sang songs with my kids, I ate lunch, I put my kid down for a nap, I then took a shower while my other kid watched Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I then laid in bed while Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was finishing up. I went to my grandmother-in-law's house, had dinner, came home, I'm recording this podcast. Nothing captivating happened. Nothing exciting happened. That is a like very normal day. That nothing exciting. And so if, but if you're making a TV show about my life, you're gonna put in all kinds of shenanigans that are happening, and 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 funny things that are happening, in, to my me and my family, and uh, wacky things that happen at lunch where I like you know slip on some hummus and and have to you know go to the hospital or something like that or Mm -hmm. i don't know like it's tv has to be a little fantastical
1: because otherwise if you're just doing a tv show about normal life it's well no that's true but at the same time like i've watched thriller television series that like you you just have to pace it right like i don't know the boat thing really threw me but like i I, there's a lot of shows like i mean the thing is, is i see this i think a lot more with with like it's suspenseful TV shows where all of a sudden it's like, they've, they've dumped their eggs all over the ground and been like, you like this. And you're like, yeah, where did you have more eggs? And they're like, no. <laughs> and, and
0: then they're just like frantically looking for yeah. anything. and and that would be the question of, again, like what do they have planned out that do they have the twists and those drops planned out? Or like you said, do they drop everything that they had and everyone goes, okay, what's next? And they go, uh, bruh, uh, what about this? And, and everyone just goes, all right, whatever idea, it just works because we have to keep giving them shocking moments.
1: Yeah. I mean, like there's like, and I think of there's even shows that like had short runs that to me, all of a sudden were like, oh God, we, we gotta like, like one of my favorite shows, I loved it. And then I ended up hating it was Harper's Island. I've
0: never heard of this. It was an
1: ABC miniseries. It lasted. I don't remember how many episodes, but it's a wedding party gets invited to an island um, and they all start getting killed off one by one in these really gruesome ways. Oh, and you're trying to figure out who's doing this. And it's like they've set it up to be like one of the wedding party is doing this. You're trying to figure out. And there's this old wives tale that there's this serial killer who used to live on the island, but is dead and da 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 da. Right before the end, they out who in the wedding party is doing it, but also that the serial killer is alive and uh. they're in league together uh. and they're doing it together. And I'm like, really? That's kind of a letdown. And then you, wa- I think like the last five or six episodes, it stops being a mystery and it turns into the last however many trying to escape. And I guess like no one was supposed to, but there was a little girl. In the group and all of a sudden Right before the end ABC was like You can't kill the little girl Like we'll get hate mail you have to let the little girl And her mom escape and so they get off, but, the, like, everyone else dies except for, like, oh, yeah. two other characters. Or, or did you Google it?
0: I'm. You know it's bad when the Wikipedia, um, like, episode things, at the end of everyone, they have deaths. And they put who died.
1: <laughs> well, that was the thing, is at the end of every episode, like, I remember ABC.com, you could go on, you could vote for who you thought was going, who the killer was. Um, And, like, it was, like, and they would, like, mark off who died. You were supposed to keep track of who was dying, but... Yeah, it, I just, at after a certain point, it stopped being a mystery and turned into a thriller of watching, like, the, like, remaining six or however many try to escape. And that, to me, then it stopped being fun. And then it was, like, this, like, how big can this get and how intense can the murders get? Like, one guy gets, str- like, he's tied to something and he's, like, the rope, like, goes out the window and he's, like, pulled over a tree limb and the serial killer... It's the main. It's the main character's dad. The serial killer drives away, yanking dad out of the through the wall. Like the whole wall breaks when dad goes flying out this window, and dad's hanging from a tree. Oh, and that's how he dies as he gets hung. But he gets hung in this dramatic, large. And I'm like, that's what the show became. And I think that's the problem a lot of thrillers and suspense shows have is they're they have to keep you uncomfortable and scared and suspenseful, and they have to do it for long. Periods of time. So when a show like this goes, or show like Lost or Desperate Housewives, and I loved Desperate Housewives. Um, we've already talked about Desperate Housewives though. Um is that a canceled show or did that end? That ended. That actually genuinely ended. Um, but like it gets to a point where you're like you you have to keep getting bigger and bigger and what was so cool and what was so terrifying and niche and small. Like, give me a mini-series about a bunch of desperate housewives. Give me a mini-series about a bunch of college students who accidentally committed a murder. Give me a mini-series about a bunch of adults who got kidnapped by an organization. I don't even need the adults to escape at the end. But if, like, as long as I know they're trapped and there's no real way out, and that, I mean, it's not satisfying, it makes me upset, but then that's the point. That's the goal of the show. I I don't... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to keep ranting. Go for it.
0: I think this is the key of where we've seen this this change of in the most recent um, Disney Plus series for Marvel and Star Wars, to be honest with you. How many episodes are they starting to do? They're starting to do like six episode series, seven episode series. And I think it's for this reason that... Instead of trying to draw out all of these suspenseful moments over 13 episodes, and in the cases of like Desperate Housewives and things like that, you had to give a full season. So you're talking 20 plus episodes per season. You got to draw all of this out. Whereas I think what 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 producers and writers are are finding out is, no, 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 let's consolidate it. So we we have one or two big, whoa, twist moments, Mm -hmm. but we don't have to worry about, you know, keeping the twists coming. I think WandaVision did a really great job at this, where each episode gave you this little twist, this little look in then then the fourth episode kind of brought you you know really into what's going on but then it still left you with enough mystery that then by the time the season finale came it was you still like cared about it yeah to a point where you you weren't burned out from it. you weren't like wait this is where we're going with this and i think that's what's happening with with a lot of these series they're like listen six episodes that's all you get because it 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 forces the writers to consolidate the story.
1: I mean, that's what they do in England. Like they do short series with sometimes just really long episodes. I mean, that was Sherlock, right? Correct. Where- Sherlock is like that. Now granted to me Sherlock or like they did this with Poirot, they do this with Marple. Those are more like mini movies. Like yeah. those are movies. But they do that with their regular TV too. Um but, yeah, essentially, Sherlock is a TV series, but they're and they're long episodes. And some of them, I think specifically as you get towards the end, the episodes start to have very carryving carry carrying themes from episode to episode, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I feel it,
0: like I feel like this person's unknown if you have the episodes, you probably don't need to have as many like big reveals or big anything, you can sandwich it a little bit and really tell a more concise story. I mean, I think this is one of the big problems with network TV is that they just have to fill so many episodes that you have two problems. One, you have to give so many, you know, big twists, but you also have episodes that are just nothing happens. Just Mm -hmm. filler happens where it's like, okay, we got to just, you know, do this. Um, I think I remember agents of shield was like that where it, agents of shield was, I think a really cool concept that the first two, three seasons uh, were, were really, really well done. And then it just started getting really out there. And um, it, yeah, it, 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 because they just had to keep elongating these, uh, these, these episodes mm-hmm. Because not from a like episode to episode, but just like, yeah, you have to put out 20, 25, a, 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 a season. And it just, there's only so much that you can write in a season.
1: Yeah. I think it's very rare that shows can really hit that where you can actively fill those long episodes. Like I think of shows like The Office for example, I think did that very successfully. And they were given Mm -hmm. like they started very small, right? But then they grew to having long seasons. Parks and Rec was the same way. Um, But they were still able. Now, I think that's a little different. Those are short episodes. Those are situational comedies, but they still had overarching thoughts and themes that carried through every single time. But then also, like any good show, they went, it's time to go. Golden Girls does that. Um, It's time to end it. And I think it's it. easier to
0: do in a comedy. Like, I, I think it just, I think it is. Cause, cause we don't need, in a comedy, we don't need big reveals. If this, you know, plot point goes unsolved for three to four episodes, oh well. It, it, you know, with, with like a thriller suspense murder mystery type thing, mm-hmm. you can't just have three or four episodes where it's like, eh, you know, like if in your, in your like, you know, serial killer island show, um, if they just had four episodes where nobody got killed and like, there was an episode where, you know, two people just kind of like hung out and talked about their lives and you got more backstory on it. You'd be like, what in the world is this? I don't want this. Um, yeah. it, 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 you murder some people. Whereas with parks and rec, you can have a hilarious episode that, uh, that doesn't do anything. I think of um Rick and Morty's interdimensional cable episodes they don't progress the plot at all, but they're absolutely hilarious, and people love them because mm-hmm. it's it's funny, and that it, it doesn't progress anything. It's just funny. That's it. And and so I think with comedy shows, you you can do that easier. You can have just a funny episode, and it still be satisfying without progressing your overarching themes.
1: Yeah, and I, again, I do think that there's something to be said about making things like this in miniseries. Like, there's a couple really good. Like what was it called? Oh, it's escaping me. It's a Disney show. It's describe it. Um, the two kids with Grunkle Stan. Oh, Gravity Falls. Thank you. Gravity Falls is that way. It was just one shot. It was great. It did
0: two seasons. Oh,
1: it had two seasons. Two seasons, baby. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it in a week.
0: Gravity Falls is amazing.
1: But they kept it short and they kept it concise. And it is a dramatic show. Mm -hmm. It has a very dramatic plot while being very enjoyable. But they know, okay, like the writers are actively like, yes, this is as much as we can give you because of what it's supposed to be.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, all right. So, I mean, do, do you think this show should come back? Do you think we should see the vision of those producers?
1: No. I don't. I'm, I'm sorry to the people who want to know the end. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that the writer went out and told people, and there's an article, please go find it. I'll, I'll try and remember to find it and, and share it on Twitter so you guys can find it and read it um, if you were a fan of the show and would like to know a little bit more about how it ends. Um, I think shows like this have merit, but like we said, I think it needs to be a miniseries. I don't think they can... I don't think we should reboot exactly Persons Unknown.
0: I think you reboot it. I don't Ooh. think you can. I don't think you can continue this story, but I I'll bet you could reboot it and have and you reboot it on Peacock. So you know you know NBC takes it over and you make it a Peacock exclusive, and you know persons unknown coming back, and uh, you can update it a little bit with you know the technology. You know a lot, a lot has happened in twelve years since this premiered. I, I I'm I'm going to go on the let's bring this one back as a Peacock original.
1: Interesting. Um, I should also point out that there is no merch on eBay.
0: So, like, there's nothing?
1: There was, and it was really hard to find it. There is some, one person is selling, like, the complete first, the the complete first season DVD. But there's only one, and that was it. Yeah. No, no, no press photos signed, no costume pieces, no cast of Robin Williams' face, nothing.
0: (laughs) No face cast, I mean, this wasn't really a face cast, uh show
1: not a single thing
0: yeah well that's disappointing we got to find some good ebay shows for the next two episodes
1: yeah right no we had we had well i guess there wasn't really anything for pitch
0: we should research our our next episode should just be on what tv shows have the most merch on
1: On ebay eBay. (laughs) oh probably like things like dallas and dynasty Uh, oh yeah i love lucy the Golden Girls, Mary Tyler Moore, things like that. The those are gonna have true anything Marvel.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Um, all right, anything else you got before we uh head out for the 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 day?
1: That's all. That's all I got.
0: All right. Well, if you want to get a hold of us, um, uh, discontinued on display at gmail.com. um, in uh, Twitter at discontinued pod, Instagram at discontinued on display. You can also find all of our episodes on the Sorcerer Network, SorcererNetwork.com. Um, I, as of this moment, I'm attempting to post an article tonight, my very first little like article thing. And by oh, article, I mean more like bloggy post because I, I didn't know research. This is all my opinion. But hey, I've got a platform. I can do what I want with it. Uh, that's true. So, um, so I'm trying to populate that with more content. I've got some ideas on where I want to go with this. Um, I'm, I'm in between jobs right now. And so, uh, that has given me a lot of time to kind of plan and think about where, where do I want the Sorcerer Network to go? And, uh, we'll see if any of it comes to fruition, but it starts with one step. And this one step is, it is, uh, I guess I can tease it on, on this. You can go check it out cause it'll be up. Um, it is three reasons why I think I am so excited about the most recent Batman movie. Um, Ooh, I feel like people are not as excited about it and because there's just a little bit of like Batman fatigue they're like, ah, whatever. And I think Robert Pattinson gets a bad rep because everyone just thinks of him as like Twilight and that's it. It's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 this guy does a ton of other stuff and actually I think does a very good job in this movie. So, um, definitely check that out and all the other stuff that's going to be happening um we'll be announcing season four here uh in and when that's going to be dropping in a couple weeks we'll do that on the on the the finale of season three um we'll see if we do any you know mid mid season you know uh, between season episodes uh like we did for christmas That was any, also you know, special
1: that was the holidays we wanted to give them a gift and i want an true. excuse to watch the ac gilbert christmas special true
0: any oh other which reminds of-
1: me I have to say this. I sent a picture to Matt today. I was in an antique store and someone was selling a 1934 version um, of an erector set and came in a little metal suitcase. It was really sweet.
0: Uh, oh, man. I, I w- this, this is the time where I wish I had unlimited disposable income because I would have absolutely told you to pick it up. Um, but it's like, you know what? I got to save up for my McPizza hat.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, let's get out of here. Let's close up the museum for the night.
1: Cool beans. We'll see you later, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.